Hello and welcome to the long-awaited Taylor Swift-themed episode. <laughs> long-awaited by us. Probably no one else. Probably no one else. Except Maribel, I know you're listening, so maybe awaited by Maribel. Great. Incredible. It is less than one month before we go see Taylor. Yes, we are. Let's see. We're going on uh, April 21st, right? April 21st. Yes. And then we are recording this on March 25th. So we're officially within the 30 day countdown. I should have looked exactly, but I don't know, 27 days or something. I can't math. Doesn't matter. It's we go on a Friday. It's Saturday. It's yeah. when the few. It's within a few weeks. Yes, it's it's four ish weeks from now. I keep remembering because we leave on four twenty. Yes, so. <laughs> I did have someone, Raul at work, uh, was like, "Is there a Taylor Swift concert on four twenty? And I was like, "Unfortunately, no, Raul." Raul I wish <laughs> no. Asking the important questions. Yeah, but I would like to say off the top that we have both managed to avoid most set list spoilers so if you're listening to this and you're about to dm us fucking don't please do <laughs> not i am working really hard to avoid them because Me too. i am i am a girl who looks at the set list before every concert i ever go to and i am trying to make this a pure experience and i'm working really hard at it yeah i even deleted tiktok from my phone and i'm pretty sure that next weekend i'm going to delete instagram at least for like a few the days. week Ooh, yeah because that's when the dallas shows are mm -hmm. and a bunch of our friends are going to the dallas shows yep so yeah we've both been accidentally spoiled for a handful of songs but the set list is so massive mm -hmm. that i think it's not gonna matter when the time comes i think i'm just gonna forget yeah i've been spoiled for probably i would say 10 to 12 songs and i would say eight of those songs are like really obvious like hits mm -hmm. there have really only been two or three songs that i've been like upset that yeah. i found out about i'm about the same i think i've gotten less like some of the ones i've been spoiled on have been really obvious like yeah obviously anti-hero is gonna be on the set list whatever that was expected that's fine right and then i got spoiled for like the man and bejeweled and like Duh. I was kind of surprised by the man, but I think it's maybe I just don't know what to expect at all. So it anything... was a single, though. Yeah, that's true. So that's I, why I wasn't surprised. I think everything just feels this is my this is my first Taylor Swift concert experience. So mm -hmm. everything just feels surprising. And Austin looked at the set list for me and was like, some of these are interesting. And like, he doesn't know anything. Right. But like him saying it was interesting was like, huh. OK, I know. It's this is like one of my biggest exercises in self-control in a really long time. I did not delete TikTok, but I am just like treating Taylor like a jump scare. Like every time I see a blonde woman on a stage, I'm like, swipe, 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 swipe. <laughs> and it's working so far. Like I've caught little tiny snippets of audio, but never enough to where I know what it is. See, I don't have that kind of self-control. Mm. I also sometimes like swipe through TikTok while I'm like brushing my teeth or something. So yeah. sometimes I won't have the quick like, you know, I'll have it like set up on my yeah. thing and I won't be, my hands won't be free to like quick react. Mm, yeah. So I'm avoiding it. But so that's right off the top. Please don't spoil us. Please um, don't. Even if you think it's a song that we know is on the set list, like just let us live in our little bubble. 
We'll we'll do a, a I'm sure a sobbing recap at the end when we go to the show. Yes, a, a post mortem, perhaps bonus episode. Anyway, so for uh, today's episode, <laughs> yes, we're gonna do what a lot of Bookstagram and Book Talk people have been doing, and just matching songs with books that we've read. Yeah, so the the bulk of it is gonna be book club books. So we kind of have a list in order of our book club books starting with book lovers and then going through, you know, everything we've done since then in order of when we released the episodes. So a nice little recap too of our uh, our journey thus far. Yeah, and maybe if you haven't read some of these books yet, maybe this will uh sway you to read or not read them. I don't know. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> Cuz some of them I don't know. Every Taylor Swift song is good. Well, not every Taylor Swift don't song that. is good on the, <laughs> on this list because there's one that's trash. Um, but, you know, yeah, maybe it'll do it for you. We'll try to keep this mostly book spoiler free, but, you know, no promises. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so for our first one, for book lovers, um, the other thing is this was hard. This was hard. We uh we did this in a Google Talk separately. I mean, like together, we were in different locations. Is yes. what I should say, and we it was very funny because we were both logged into the fifty percent email account, and <laughs> yeah. so it was just like commenting. We were basically <laughs> using it as as like our text message chain. <laughs> what was cracking me up though was like seeing the comments on the sign of fifty percent da 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 fifty percent. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. Great one. Good like job. we're talking to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, but it was hard. And I think we've got a pretty good list. I think so, too. Um, We did have to eliminate some stuff just for time. So you're welcome, because this could have been like a four-hour episode if we wanted it. Yes. I think. But let's start with Book Lovers. You wrote down the first suggestion in here. So tell us about it. My first suggestion is Antihero. And this is not an original one. Somebody definitely put this on Instagram, and I don't remember who it was. I'm so sorry, but they won't hear this anyway. Um, it is, but it's 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 too correct. It's a very correct one for how I feel about Nora, Nora, who I relate to a lot. How I feel about me, uh, so it was too. It was kind of an obvious one. I I I googled the lyrics. Um, and there's it like Nora does have big antihero energy i should not be left to my own devices true i'll stare directly at the sun but never in the mirror Ugh. a perfect line uh nora has big monster on the hill energy oh nora does have big monster on the hill energy covert narcissism Oof. see it all works yeah, it's great it really does this was a perfect pick i don't remember who originally picked this one but i think a lot of people did and it doesn't matter because it's so correct well and also just just the word exhausting in these lyrics is i feel like nora feels like exhausted by herself my favorite part in antihero is like kind of the bridge it's like the end of the bridge where it's like her saying it's me hi and she's saying it like offbeat like she's exhausted and it's like a sigh i love that part of the song so much i remember when i first heard it and i was just like Holy shit, that's so good. Yeah, because it's just like, here it's I me. am. Hi, <laughs> I'm the problem. It's <laughs> me, again. me. Yeah. Hi. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Every time I hear it, I just get a little little dopamine rush. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the 
the one the one that I came up with, which is more descriptive of the book overall, is The Archer, mm. which this could apply to a lot of romance novels, I think, just because of the ebbs and flows of the way these stories go and the um, kind of emotional peaks and valleys of the way these stories go. But it's very Charlie and Nora. Yes. The Archer is a song I have to avoid because it's too real and it upsets me sometimes. Yeah. The lyrics in this song that make me think of this book are the um uh like the 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 cut off my nose just to spite my face that's like also Nora yeah like kind of self sabotaging um who could ever leave me but who could stay kind of Nora's ego but also her like anxiety anxiety um, they see right through me, like that repeat of they see right through me. <sighs> I don't remember the last time I've listened to this song all the way through. Like I remember the first time I heard it was when I was not really a Taylor Swift fan, when Katie forced me to listen to Lover yeah. when it came out. And it hit, but as I get older, it hits even more and it hurts. Yeah. It it also has grown on me. I didn't really like it that much when, when Lover came out, but it, it also has grown on me. Um, so... The other exercise that we're doing in this episode is because we have not been spoiled to the majority of the set list, where this is speculation station, get on board, ladies and gents. <laughs> so we are proposing if these songs are on our dream Taylor Swift set list or if we think they will be on the set list. Antihero, uh, I, this one hasn't gotten spoiled for me, but I, it feels extremely obvious that it's on the set list. There's no way it's not. There's no way it's not. And I would put it on my set list just so I can hear that, like, final, it's me, hi, I'm the, like, I really want to see how she does that live. Well, and then there's, I don't know if you were on this corner of TikTok after the, like, the anti-hero remix that has Jack Antonoff on it, the Bleachers, like, yes. remix where he's saying, Taylor, you'll be fine in the background. And everyone on TikTok was like, so we're going to say this, right? Like, when she plays the right. song. And I feel like she saw that. And I feel like she's not going to let us not do that. Yeah. Because I want to scream, Taylor, you'll be fine with like fucking 30,000 people or whatever. I got to practice my timing on these. Yeah. I fucked up at the Taylor you Swift. You did. Time you did on the delicate one. And I know where it is. I just. You just get too excited. I get too excited. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a reality where Antihero is not on the set list. No. And I, I really want it on the set list because it's it's kind of like. Um, like I was texting you the other day, I don't listen to You Need to Calm Down, mm -hmm. but I want to scream and dance to it in a stadium. I can see that. Like, I listen to Antihero when it comes on, but even more than that, I want to sing along to it with everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited to hear this one. Me too. Live. Like, like I said, I, there, it's the first single of Midnight's. I don't, like, I can't see a reason she wouldn't do it. Right. It's it feels very obvious. Yeah. Um The Archer. The Archer is a little more nebulous. I would hmm. It wouldn't surprise me if it were on the set list. But if we're thinking of track fives, mm. which as we all know are Taylor's deliberately placed most emotional songs on the records, she's not gonna play all the track fives. And this is on the low, if she does, RIP to us. Imagine just a show of all her track fives. <laughs> yeah, I will die. <laughs> but 
on the list of track fives that pe- the people want to hear and the track fives that hit, this is lower. Yeah, I think so too. I think the themes between Archer and Antihero too are very similar of like, uh-huh. you know, who could leave Self-sabotaging me. Self-sabotaging. Yeah. yeah. Who could leave me? Who could love me? Yeah. Who could stay? Also, I would not personally choose this song to put on my dream set list and sacrifice other stuff off of Lover that I like more. Mm, yeah. I think I'm with you there. I'm pretty lukewarm on Lover as a whole, but... See, I'm a big Lover girly. You know this. I know. I just... I love Pop Taylor. I I get it. Just... I I love Pop Taylor, too, but Lover feels very overproduced to me at times, and yeah. I can't get past it. Lover, for me, is like... So, like, I'm looking out the window right now. It's a beautiful day. Today is like, if I'm getting in the car to drive somewhere, I'm going to listen to Lover. Mm. You know, it's like the weather's beautiful. I'm in a good mood. I'm going to kind of like dance in my little car seat to to some of these kind of silly songs, you know? Oh, I get that. Yeah. Or it's like a strutting around campus album for me. I think so much of it is like some of them are so high and some of them are so low. And then- Watching Miss Americana when she picks Lover as, or not Lover, when she picks me as the lead single is just pain, 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 absolute pain. And then hearing the leak tracks from Lover. Yeah. All the girls you've loved before. My God. We'll talk about that one later. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think the highs on Lover are so high for me that I ignore the lows. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm also like a, like an apologist for like, I think he knows I'm like kind of a London boy apologist. It's so silly, but it's so fun to sing along to. It's one of those I will not listen to independently, but like when we heard it at track five and like other Taylor yeah. Nights, it's very fun. It's fun. And it's, it's silly. It's fun. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Moving on. We've got My Killer Vacation, which was kind of a hard one. Yeah. Because that book is silly. So we picked some silly songs. <laughs> so mine was Getaway Car. Not thematically, but just because crime. Crime. That's <laughs> It's just crime. I mean, yeah. Not thematically, no. I don't think either of these were fun. No, because I chose vigilante shit also because crime. I mean, I love Getaway Car. Right. Vigilante shit is cringy as hell, but it is very fun, too. And it's yeah. silly. And her name is Taylor, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm fairly certain. Yeah. We read a lot of books, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We read this one in like June. So, yeah. I mean. Um, but I I imagine this is like how she feels when she's like trying to solve this murder mystery as this like second grade teacher. Which yeah. She's like, like this is the theme song in your head. Like I'm going to listen to this. Yeah. To Taylor's revenge tracks. Right. While I'm like in City Hall looking yeah. through records and whatnot and get whacked by a book. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, what Nobody, I'm- no crime. We didn't write that oh, one down. That would have but- been a good one. <laughs> There was a body and there was a crime, but but again, don't read into my, don't read into it too much. This one, these are silly. Yeah. All right, getaway car. I feel like there's a good chance that this is on the set list. I'm gonna make what I think is perhaps a controversial choice and say, I just if we're thinking of other songs off of Reputation that I would rather hear. Mm-hmm. I'm not voting for Getaway Car. Ooh, interesting. Because I want like King of My Heart. Yeah. I want, I like the lovey songs on 
reputation. I, I won't you. call it what you want. Mm, you yeah. know? And so I'm not I'm not gonna pick getaway car over those, I don't think. Okay. I don't think it's as fun to like sing along in a group. I'm coming this from the from a place of privilege though, where I've heard this song live. Yes. So I'm like, maybe there's something else I would rather hear. That's fair. I am a reputation girly. And frankly, most of this tour would be reputation if I could manage that, but I can't. What a what a major missed opportunity that you missed <sighs> that you weren't a Taylor fan before the rep tour because she played almost all the songs on the record. I know, and I was a hater, including Endgame. I I know. <laughs> I ha- I at least have the Reputation Stadium tour. That's true. On Netflix that I can watch. It's true. Um, but yeah, she did her verses from Endgame. She cut out Ed Sheeran, thank God. But you know. I'm an endgame apologist. Yeah, it is. I bury hatchets, but I keep maps of where I put How them. Can it's you like hate- an all-time Taylor How line. How can you hate a song that has that line? How? It's an all-timer. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. I'm an apologist, though. Every I'm. This is my most controversial opinion. I love opinion. endgame. I really like that song. Okay, apparently liking Wonderland, too, is a controversial opinion. I think a lot of people like that song, but I, thought I, so. I personally am not that. I oh, could take yeah, that I'm, one. Like, it's good. It's a good song. But that's like the extent of my opinion about it. I I feel like I gravitate a lot to the weirder ones. You know, in the setting that I love Wonderland, which is in a spin class, <laughs> that's a good Taylor Swift spin song. Ooh, that is a great Taylor Swift spin mm-hmm. song. It's fast as hell, though. Okay, is vigilant, vigilante shit on your set list? It's not on mine. But I think there's a world where it's on the set list. Is this one that you know? Yeah, is it on? It is, is, and I'm working. People are freaking the fuck out about it because of what she does with the song. Okay. I don't want to spoil it for you. I know what it is. I haven't seen it. And so I've seen like glimpses of it and I'm like wiping. Okay, well now I'm interested. Um, But yes, it is on the set list, which was very surprising to me. I did not think it was going to be on the set list. I thought this was going to be a cut. Yeah, me me neither. But if she does something fun and interesting with it, I'm on board. Yeah. So again, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I don't think it's it's not surprising to me that it's on the set list. Um, And I have an idea of what I think that she does with it, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want you to react in a way that confirms or denies it. So we'll just move on. I want you to tell me. I can see a world where there's a transition from like a should have said no or a or a picture to burn to to vigilante shit, but I'm not going to look at you and we're going to move on to talking about honey and spice. Great. Which is the total opposite energy. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny that we went from my killer vacation to honey and from spice. Murder to the like most lovely low key. Yeah. Slowly falling in love romance ever. Yeah. So we, we have you are in love for this one because I wrote this has got to be something low key and lovey. Yeah, I didn't have any other better ones in mind. I yeah. thought this one was great. You can hear it in the silence. You can feel it on the way home. Ugh. Yeah. When they go to the diner and they hang out in the car. Exactly. It's, I mean, I don't really know what else to say about it. It's just that. It's just It's just what it is. This is not on my set list. This is not on my set list, and I doubt it's on the set list. Yeah. I, I really love this song, but I love it like in the car or in my headphones. Mm, yeah. This is one I don't listen to very often, so it's kind of one I need to cycle through again i should probably do a full another full album revisit for everything before the tour again yeah so yeah this is one that i don't i don't hear very often like i like it it's lovely 
Yeah, it's, it's toward just, the bottom of 1989, too, and or it's at the bottom of 1989, and so if you're listening to the album, you might not always get to it. I also just know this song is about Jack Antonoff and Lena Dunham, and that kind of ruins it for me a little bit. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah. So I wish I didn't have that knowledge, and I could probably appreciate it a little yeah. more. But All right. Moving on. The Dead Romantics. My My like number one book of last year Mm, yes this one was hard this one was hard because there's you had initially written folklore or evermore just because of the like vibes yes um but lyrically it's it's daylight for me when you said that i see it and it makes sense but it is very confusing to me because florence it florence is an evermore girly she has to be. She's a big Evermore girl. Yeah, I also wrote Ivy sonically. Mm, yes. When the I, book feels like Ivy sounds. Yes. I fully agree with you. Like, I was looking at Evermore, and I was like, Evermore as a whole is, like, how this book sounds. Right. But there's not really a track in Evermore, <gasps> unless it's Evermore itself. I was thinking that. How did I not think... God, I fucking love that song. I had that written down, but then I thought of Daylight. And I think Daylight is so spot on for this because of how much focus there is on Florence's previous awful relationship Mm, mm -hmm. and how much better and happy and good things feel with Ben. Yes. Ben, Benji. Benji, yeah. We're not good with names. I'm in really not. My brain, even though I love this book so much, like it I just wipes my, my wipes my brain clean. Yeah. But yeah, like I trusted the wicked, you know, and now I've been sleeping so long in a 20-year dark night. She's in this long relationship, and then she meets this guy who's just Ugh. like good and kind. This is an all-time Taylor Swift song for me. Mm. It's an all-time favorite. Yeah. I'm going to put it in my top 10 Taylor Swift songs. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. So this is one that I, I got this question from from Kate Kennedy of Be There in Five, who Love we you, adore. Kate. And she she interviewed the, the woman who runs Taylor Swift style. Um, and the question was, what song would you pay extra to see, knowing that we've all spent our fucking life savings on this woman and this tour? Um, I th- I think I would pay extra for Daylight. Mm. Daylight, I don't think I've ever told you this. When I did my first listen of Lover after you made me, um, Daylight, I think, was the song where it like clicked, yeah. which is the last song of the album. But like that just like long building outro. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care for the speaking part of it, but that just like long building outro of like, and I can see it all over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Mm, I did. I did really love it, even on first listen. I, yeah, I wish she wasn't like talking in it, but like, man, the Paris version, however, the Paris version. Oh my god, I mean, this song sonically is like, it feels like falling in love sonically, which yes. I think is why I like it so much. And and then lyrically, it's also really beautiful. Like, I mean. Just as a longtime Taylor fan, I once believed love would be burning red, but it's golden. Is yeah. like growth, the growth oh. of our girl. And I love a self callback. I love when Taylor talks to it, her past self. 
You know, I would be very curious had I... So Lover came out in August 2019, mm-hmm. right? Or was it a little later than that? I, it was like fall Thereabouts. Yeah. Um, And I was dating What's-His-Face. Mm-hmm. And it was really bad. And so I wonder, had Lover come out in like January or February? Yeah. Where would I have been? See, this was... This song came out the year that Ryan and I moved in together... The year that Ryan proposed. Mm-hmm. Like, so this, like, I was in my lover era yeah. when Lover came out. I was in a depression era when Lover yeah. came out. So Well, and I think part of the reason I like all the love songs on Reputation too is like Reputation came out like three months before I met Ryan. Mm-hmm. You know, and so songs like Call It What You Want and Delicate and things like that really yeah. ring true for me because I was like falling in love with him when I was like listening to those songs yeah and so i think that's why these are so like close to my heart yeah i can see that but i really 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 want this song on the set list and i think there's a world where it is i could i could see it i could see her pulling it i could see her putting it in the set list as a standalone or as like a uh like an all-time surprise song Like, the one that is being filmed for the inevitable Netflix special. Sure. That would be, like, like how she did Probably all Probably Disney well. Plus. She still has oh, one right. thing left on her Disney Plus contract. Where's my Evermore long con session? I know, I know, I know. I don't want to talk about it. I'm upset. I don't know which I'd rather have at this point. I mean, I want, obviously, I want the tour. Yeah. But I want I want, I want my Evermore long con session. I know. I'm very upset. The redheaded stepchild of, of Taylor's discography. <sighs> um... Yeah, yeah, I want Daylight on the set list so bad. And I think because of the popularity of the Paris version on TikTok, like I said, I think there's a mm-hmm. world where it could be on the set list. I could see it definitely being part of her, like, acoustic part of the yeah. show. I can't see it really being part of the, like, big fireworks part For sure. choreographed. Like, I think it's going to be the intimate For acoustic sure. part. Yeah, we, we all know there's a part of Taylor's, like, tour every single time where she – the dancers go backstage and it's just her and a guitar or her and a piano yeah or th- some combination of the two she usually has a- an acoustic guitar moment and a piano moment mm-hmm. and this could be either yeah ooh i'd love to see the piano moment with this one yeah um i love that song so much and i love this book so much and so they fit together really well yeah for me oh um moving on to delilah green this one was hard, too. Yeah. We had kind of a few options for this one. Yeah, we have four songs written down for this one, which was the most out of any of that well tied with another one. But My pick for this one was So It Goes. Yeah. Which, another song I fucking love that I feel like does not get its due. Um, people don't like So It Goes. It is the least listened to song on Reputation. I don't understand. I think it's so good. Um, when I was thinking of these songs, I was kind of thinking them more... Not from Delilah's perspective, but almost from Claire's perspective mm. of falling in love after being really tired and which is like all of reputation, to be honest, but like being in a shitty relationship and then falling in love with somebody new and kind of taking that leap. And so, so it goes, I think was a lot of, so it goes felt like Claire breaking off of this past life she had of like with her baby daddy that wasn't mm-hmm. working and then jumping into something new with Delilah 
So. Yeah, that's like a new thing that's like simple and easy. Mm -hmm. Simple and easy, but also really hot. So Mm -hmm. because this is a sexy song. It is a sexy song. Not a bad girl, but I do bad things with you. Yep. Yeah. Um, And I wanted to talk about the sequel to Delilah Green, um, which is about Astrid is like big question energy. Mm, yes. Um, and I know there's so much speculation around who question is about and the Carly class of it all, which I will not be getting into because I do not like speculating about anyone's sexuality. Um, but um, the lyrics of question speak to Astrid Parker quite a bit, um, mainly because it's kind of, Astrid discovering that after uh, ending her engagement to a man that maybe she also likes girls um, and carries on this kind of uh, like low-key secret relationship with a woman where she is kind of questioning what's going on and thematically it it aligns quite a bit. Mm, Yes. Um. I okay. I also we have to say that I wrote down lavender haze because there's so much fucking mention of lavender in Delilah Green. Yeah, the color lavender is everywhere. The book is lavender. The cover's lavender. Doesn't she have a lavender tattoo? Or am I thinking? I think it's another flower. Is it lavender? I don't know. I want a lavender tattoo. That maybe that's our Taylor tattoo. Ooh, (laughs) our additional Taylor tattoo. We already have one. The I other have one. <laughs> I have two Taylor tattoos. The other ones. The other we get. The other ones, yeah. Um Okay, so I know So It Goes is on your dream set list. Oh, I would love to hear So It Goes, because it didn't get its due on the reputation tour anyway. Yeah. I do I think it's on the set list? No. I don't think it's a stadium song. I know, but man, I, I would I would love it to be part of the like acoustic part of the show. Yeah. God, I think it's such a good song, and it is a good song. The 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 quiet one two three of it all. Oh, I know that would be very fun in a stadium, right? Come on, yeah. Do, is it on the set list? No, I can't imagine a world where it is. But you know, yeah. maybe she'll surprise me, and I will cry. Yeah. Um, question. You know, the question is my favorite song on Midnight's. It's such a good song. I would love to hear Question live. I would. Can you imagine singing Dickhead Guy with that many people? Fucking politics and gender roles. I You're just, not sure, and I don't know. I, I just mean. got chills. I literally have goosebumps on my legs. That's my favorite part of the song, too, is like politics and gender ro- roles. You're not and, sure, and, and I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> Ah, I'm getting chills. I know, literally, I'm goosebumps. Okay, I'm I'm moving this one into my top ten like once. Yeah, of for this. I I would pay an additional one hundred dollars to hear this song. I would pay one hundred dollars to hear this song. Now I'm thinking of like, what if she doesn't? And I'm gonna be like, I know I won't be upset, but I also will be upset. Yeah, I don't want to think about it any farther. Besides, like, man, I just yeah, I got chills. I love this song. This song also had such a huge moment on TikTok. And I feel like Taylor is so aware mm-hmm. of the songs off of her albums that people really love. And I think she's like willing to feed us. I hope so. Like, I don't I don't think that's like a major motivator of hers, but she's aware. I, can see I mean, it. did she did you see that she does the bejeweled dance? Yes. And like she knows, she needs to bring that kid on every stop of the tour. And I know, bring him out. I know, 
She needs to pay him royalties. She does. <laughs> She's about to be a billionaire because of this tour. Throw yeah. my man some coin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. Anyway, I think I think if if she's paying really close attention to her audience, which we know that she is, yeah, that this is a strong contender to be <sighs> on on the like kind of midnight's contribution. Yeah, I think this is the first time too I've let myself really think about the set list. Me too. So I'm this, trying to not think about it too. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of like trying to let it happen, and I don't know how that's going for me. Yeah. Um, and then since we brought up Lavender Haze, I think Lavender Haze is on the set list. I think so, too. It's a single. Yeah. It's on the set list. Which is a song I like, but it's not my top Midnight's song. No, I'd rather hear Maroon. Yeah. As, yeah. I want to scream your roommate's cheap-ass screw-top rosé with, with, you know, 30,000 people or whatever. Did you see there are drink specials? Yes. Uh, very excited to pay $30 for a Lavender Haze cocktail, because you know I will be doing it. Yeah, I will be doing that. I mean, that, that like, $20 cocktail we bought at Love on Tour was worth every penny. That shit was oh, so I got, good. I got a double, too. Know, so did I. <laughs> it was delicious. It worked. All right, moving on to Angelica Frankenstein. This one we didn't take too seriously, because this book is not serious. Nope. Weirdest book I've ever read, probably. Probably. Um... You just wrote, LMAO, what's Taylor's weirdest song? And I wrote, Beautiful Ghosts, the song from Cats. You know, this is, <laughs> there aren't many of these anymore. This is a Taylor song I actually have not heard. It is a bad song. That's fine. We don't have to talk about it much longer. <laughs> I would absolutely love if for some reason she put this on the set list, though. Or what's that, Um, what's the other one from Cats? Fucking Calamity or whatever. What is it? McCavity? <laughs> McCavity. Is that his it. name? Yeah. Never seen Cats. Have no plans to do so. I unfortunately watched that movie because Taylor was in it. The shit that I do for this woman. Taylor, I love you, Okay, this song is not that bad, but I think it's just tainted by Cats. (laughs) The chorus says, all that I wanted was to be wanted. Too young to wander London streets alone and haunted. I mean, it fits. It fits very well for this weird book. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote haunted <laughs> simply because spooky, just, just because of the title, just because of the title. It doesn't really, I mean, holding my breath won't lose you again. Something's made your eyes go clo- cold. He's literally dead. Damn. So, ow. You and I walk a fragile line. Fucking love that song though. It is a great song. Uh, that's on my dream set list. Do I think she'll play it? Mm-hmm. Question mark. I again, if we're if we're thinking of this in terms of other songs from Speak Now, I would not give up other songs from Speak Now on behalf of this song. See, this is a song I would give up other songs on yeah. Speak Now for. This one, Enchanted, Sparks Fly. Oh, Sparks Fly! I wish, please. The story of us, I will go completely <gasps> feral. That would be a great one. There might be a world where the story of us is on is on a set list. I could see it. Just because way. that song would go really hard it in would. a stadium. Every time I've heard it at a Taylor night, I lose my fucking mind. Yeah. And it's, it's so fun to sing. Yeah. It's not even really like I love that song, but it's not a song I like put on my playlist a lot or mm-hmm. anything like that. But when I hear it, especially like at a Taylor night, I've lost my shit. Yeah, it's like a song for me that like when I'm in a really good mood and I'm like driving and I want to just like sing my lungs out in the car. Yeah, that's that's that for me. Um, 
But yeah, these two so- uh, obviously beautiful ghosts. There's no world where beautiful ghosts is on a set list, and there's no world where I want it on one. But haunted, I could take or leave. Like I said, I would prefer other stuff from Speak Now. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Next up is Go Hex Yourself, which was probably the hardest one for us to come up with a song for. This was really hard because it's kind of enemies to lovers, but like witchy. But <laughs> yeah, but witchy. Uh, yeah, our Halloween ones were hard. Yeah. But we landed on courtesy of Katie, I think he knows, which I think was a pretty good pick. Yeah, I am a big fan of I think he knows, which is controversial, I'm aware. Um, I think it's a really fun song to listen to. Um, and the lyrics are just like fun and silly. Um, but this book was a lot about her being like, I think Gorgeous is also a good song for this one because this book is very much like this is a or, this is a hot man that I'm into. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of the vibe of this song. Like he's hot and he knows it. Yeah. Ooh. And he's like got this hold on me and he knows it. Gorgeous is a song I really dislike, but I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he knows. Is it on the set list? No. No. I I really like this song, but if again, if we're thinking of other songs on Lover, um, I'm not gonna give up a death by a thousand cuts for it for an I think he knows as much as I like this song. Yes. I I'm with you there. I don't care for that this song that much. I I think it's fun. I dare you to listen to it when you're like walking from your building to my building on campus though and not feel like you're the main character. I'm strutting around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a really good I have like a walking around campus playlist and it's mm. it, I think this might be the first song on it. I I know that you've told me about this playlist and I think I've looked at it and it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of it. Um it's like my version of the treadmill strut. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Okay. Um, all right, we've got Matthew Prince, which <laughs> all I could come up with was Christmas Tree Farm. It does fit though. It really does. <laughs> You'd be there, too. You would be there, too. Yeah. I think it fits. Yeah. But then all, kind of last minute, uh, before before the deadline, uh, we came up with Peace, which Peace fits for so many of these books. I love Peace. I Me, too, man. Talk about a song you see yourself in. I'm it like, is. Sorry. It is a contender <laughs> for my um wedding walk down the aisle song. Yeah. Like an instrumental version, but. it's a re- It's a really, really good song. I think it just fits so well because Matthew Prince is like a really chaotic, not peaceful, stressful, anxiety-ridden, high-maintenance character. Yes. And his love interest in the book is like very low-key. Yeah. So. Is Christmas Tree Farm on the set list? I mean, no, but wow, that would be fun. Wouldn't that be ridiculous? Late April, Christmas Tree Farm. That would be such a fun song to sing in a crowd, too. I really love that song. I got really burned out on it this year, ironically enough. Like, it was one of those songs that she put it out forever ago, and then I didn't really hear it during the Christmas season. And then for some reason this year, everyone was like, we're playing Christmas Tree Farm Yeah, she marketed it hard this year. Taylor Nation marketed it hard this year. They're good at their jobs in some ways. Yeah. Um, peace. There's no way peace is on the set list. No, and I don't. Think. I as much as I love that song, I don't think I want it on the set list. Yeah, I wouldn't give up other stuff on folklore. I would. Mm, it's just not a venue I want to hear it in. And also, like, it's such a quiet song instrumentally. Mm-hmm. I also don't kind of. I kind of don't want to ruin that. Yeah, and I also 
think this would probably be a pretty hard song for her to sing live. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, so it just, yeah, I love this song, but I don't think so. No. Um, okay, our other Christmas book, Merry Little Meat Cute. <laughs> Not Christmas Tree Farm. Not Christmas Tree Farm. Way less wholesome than that. Yes. Um, you wrote Ready For It. Tell us about it. Uh, I love Ready For It, and I think lyrically, this one makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Of They are these two hot, famous people. Wondered how many girls he had loved and left haunted. A yeah. boy band member, obviously. Right. Some boys are trying too hard. He don't try it all, though. Um, I mean, it does make sense. Lyrically, I mean, lyrically, yes. Sonically, <laughs> it goes a little hard. Right. Well, and then there, you know, there's the Elizabeth Taylor, they're actors. You know, there's Taylor, a line that goes so hard. That's another all time, like, Taylor Swift turn of phrase. I see how this is going to go. Touch me and you'll never be alone. This is my dream karaoke song. Yeah, it's a good karaoke song. The other one we have. The other one we have is False God because I was trying to trying to think of the sexy songs and this is this is a sexy song. Um different kind of sexy. Yeah, yeah. And you know, this this song doesn't like exactly fit. Mm-hmm. Um but kind of the beginning of their relationship, the bulk of their relationship in this book, they think they're just having sex with each other and yeah. they don't have feelings. So I think like the false god thing is like, you know. The altar is my hips, even if it's a false god, yeah. is like, you know. Great song. Yeah. Great song. Yeah, that's a great song. Ready for it is for sure on the set list, I feel like. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope so. I, f- I feel like it is. It just goes way too hard live. I'm not daring to hope it is, but because uh, I don't want to set myself up for disappointment, mm-hmm. I feel like, because I love that song so much just because of how hard it goes right i mean i love it for a lot of reasons but like i remember because i i hadn't heard it until i did my like deep dive of taylor in like Mm -hmm. middle 2020 Mm -hmm. like after folklore came out and then i remember i put on reputation i think i was in the car when i was doing it and then like ready for it came on and i was like what yeah holy shit i listened like i listened to a lot of hip-hop i listened to a lot of rap music and so Hearing Taylor kind of do it is really fun for me. Well, you have to kind of think about, I was just doing math in my head. If there's 44 tracks on the set list, Mm -hmm. we've in theory got four from each album with some bonuses. Mm -hmm. Ooh, interesting. Okay. And this was a single. There's a music video. A very weird music video. Yeah, I like it. It's weird, but I like it. Yeah. If we're thinking there's four-ish, four to five. Mm Mm-hmm. Three to four, depending. Mm-hmm. Somewhere between three and five tracks from each album. Off of Reputation, we're going to have, well, we're for sure going to have Delicate. Yeah. There's no way she doesn't play that live. Right. She confirmed that on TikTok, too. She did. It was like a few months ago, too, that she yeah. confirmed it. Yeah. So it doesn't even feel like a spoiler. Right. Yeah. What else from Reputation do we think we have for sure? Dress. I feel, maybe? I don't know. Some like... I don't know. I really don't. We probably have to sit through Look What You Made Me Do. You know, sometimes I like that song. It's yeah, kind I of mean, a guilty pleasure. It's fine. It was on my running playlist for years because it's a really good workout song. It, it is a very good workout song. But like if we're looking at, 
I mean, maybe we get get a getaway car. Maybe we get King of My Heart. Um, maybe we get Call It What You Want. But I think Ready for It is up there if we're picking four songs off of Reputation. Oh man, okay. you know I'm gonna I'm gonna keep myself in this. I really hope so, but I'm not gonna think about it too hard. So if slash when it does happen, I'm gonna lose my shit. It's gonna be yeah. great. False God. I would not think would be on the set list, but then she played it on SNL, and that confuses me. <laughs> yeah. I could see it being in the surprise song rotation. Yeah. Because if we're thinking of four songs off of Lover, mm-hmm. she plays, we know she she's playing Cruel Summer. There's like, no, that's yeah. confirmed. I watched a video. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that like... There's also no world that she wouldn't have played. Like, that didn't feel like a spoiler Can when I saw it. Can you imagine? That would be so mean of her. I know. If she didn't do Cruel Like, l- literally probably one of her three, like, best songs. Yeah. And I would argue, like, probably one of the best pop songs of the last 20 years. I watched Miss Americana again yesterday, which Cruel Summer, I don't even think makes an appearance in Miss Americana. I know. And watching her pick me as the single... <laughs> Can you imagine if we had had a proper COVID-free summer after Cruel Summer came out? (sighs) The things we lost. The things we lost. So off of Lover, she's going to play Cruel Summer, confirm. We confirm the man. I already know that one. I didn't know that one, too. She's probably going to play Lover. Oh, yeah. Probably. It was a single-ish. Yeah. I could see her leaning more heavily into Lover. Yeah, she's probably going to play You Need to Calm Down. Yeah. If she plays me, I'm going to fucking riot, but I'll, whatever. Uh, Which, I, it, it just feels so unlikely that we'll get False God when there's so many better songs. Daylight, mm-hmm. Death by a Thousand Cuts, Cornelia Street. Oh, How's she going to choose songs from Lover? I don't know. If If we get me, once again, pushing something else out. If we get me instead of Death by a Thousand Cuts or Cornelia Street or Daylight, what are we even doing here? I'm writing a letter to Taylor Nation themselves. I don't know. No, I'll still be happy, but I will come out of there being like, why the fuck did we sit through me again? Right. Anyway. It'd probably be fun, though. Anyway. We'll be So we'll we're be not getting False God. <laughs> we're not going to get False God. We're just not. No. Um, okay. So the no show. Oh, sorry, but it's All the Girls You've Loved Before. Which, yeah. Man, fucking great song. Amazing song. What a good song. song. It's so good. Songs that should have been on, been on Lover instead of me. I'm, I'm just getting worked up about it. I know. Can't help it. That song is perfect. Um, I also wrote down Gold Rush, um, you know, just in terms of the, like, uh, you're really handsome and I really like you and I can't think of the thought of anyone else oh. having you. I didn't think too hard when you wrote it down, and now I'm thinking of it like you placing it in like the middle of the book. Mm-hmm. I yeah yeah when that she's really like yearning yes because Gold Rush is a kind of yearning. What must song it be for like? Me. What must it be like to grow up that beautiful? Uh, Gold Rush is uh, uh, I love that song. I do too. It was kind of one that I did not love as much on first listen uh, from Evermore, but. Boy, I love that song. Yeah. Me too. It was one that I was like, oh, this is a good song. But it was really like later on, mm-hmm. I just like spun the shit out of it. Yeah. I did that with Gold Rush and with Ivy. Oh. 
like Ivy grew up. Ivy was my top most listened to song of 2021. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Huh. Mine it's was- just it was just so it's just so calming to me sonically. I don't know. Mine was ready for it. <laughs> um no way either. Well, Gold Rush. I well, if she acknowledges Evermore but at all. She will because there's I mean, it's eras. She's gotta play something from each record. As much as I love Gold Rush, I feel like we're not going to get as many Evermore songs because I think she kind of lumps folklore and evermore together as just like one era. And I think we yeah. all know she likes folklore more for whatever reason. Yeah. And she'll definitely play I feel like she'll play looking at Evermore. I feel like she'll play Willow. It was a single. I I really don't care that much for Willow. Me neither. It's nice. It's fine. It's a good album opener. It's fine. I will die if we get champagne problems. Yeah. I will die if we get Tis the Damn Season. That's a top 10 Taylor song for me. An an all-time top 10. Me too. All time. I think at least three three Evermore songs are in my top 10. I love Evermore so much. Yeah. Yeah. I can see us getting any of those top three, the first three songs on Evermore. I could see her playing live. Everything after that for me is a crapshoot. I feel like nobody, no crime is a maybe. Oh yeah, I could just because she likes performing the silly songs. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, but I feel like nobody, no crime will be a surprise track when Haim is opening for her. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think we're getting any of the rest of the songs starting at number four down. Mm. I. Mm. Obviously, this will never happen in my lifetime, but I would I would do a lot to see a live performance of Evermore with Boney Bear. Yeah. That is a top, 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 top Taylor song for me. Well, and that's a part of the reason that I think she'll never play that song on this tour, just because he brings so much to it. Oh, no, no, no. There that it, do- never, it doesn't yeah. work without him. No. That- Same thing with Exile. We won't hear Exile, I don't no, think. No, never. There is, mm, no, it's not going to happen. And we I do have that one video to hold on to of Exile. <laughs> We have one. Yeah. And I don't I don't want to hear it without Boney Bear. Yeah. I don't want to hear it without him. But I mean, if we are, if she if she is actually like if the math truly is that simple and we're doing four-ish songs from each album, mm-hmm. I think there's a world where Gold Rush is there. I could see it. I could see it. Just cause in a stadium imagine what she could do with the stage. Oh yeah. You know, that's true. like I could see it. I could see it. You're convincing me. Okay, getting to our most recent book club pick, Icebreaker. Um, we didn't think about this one too hard because Cruel Summer is mentioned and there is a song uh, there's a scene in the book that goes pretty much word for word yeah. with the lyrics of Cruel Summer. I'm drunk in the back of the car. I cried like a baby coming home from the bar. I mean, that happens exactly. Yeah. So uh, but I challenged us this morning before we started recording to find something else. Yes. And I came up with our song, which you <laughs> made a lot of uh noises at when I yeah, said that. Yeah, because Katie argued for it of the, um, it's the icebreaker, it's just a lot of them doing mundane shit. Yeah. And it's just kind of a slice of life book. And I love that about it. And our song is just, you know, it's very twangy. So it doesn't yeah. really <laughs> work with these rich LA kids. But right. But riding shotgun with my hair undone in the front seat of his car is like... Of his Tesla. (laughs) Definitely not a pickup truck. No. (laughs) It's $100,000 Tesla. Yeah. But it does work. Yeah. 
Cruel Summer's on the set list. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah. Our song probably is. I could see that. Yeah. I, I would be really surprised if she ignores it. I don't think she's going to give a lot of time to debut. Me neither, but that was such a big hit. It was kind of like her first really big hit. So Yeah, like Tim McGraw was big, but not like our song. Yeah. Like our song was – Tim McGraw was on the country stations. Right. Our song was everywhere. I was a Taylor fan at this point because also I was in middle school. So. Right. Uh, I, w- I was a fan during debut and Fearless. I was spinning those a lot. Mm-hmm. And so – you were song. not in middle school. You were younger because I was in middle oh, school. Oh, you're right. No, I was. It was 2006. I was in elementary school. And yeah. then I think I was in sixth grade maybe when Fearless came out. Oh, wait. I was in high school. Wait. 2006. Ooh. I was 15. Maybe I'm wrong. I was 15. So I was a freshman in high school. I was in elementary school. I think I was in middle school by the time Fearless came out. Yeah. Yeah, that would be right. So I was a child when debut came out. It hurts. It's fine. <laughs> Keep going. Um, I think our song will be on the set list. I think our song will be on the set. I'm looking at the other tracks on. Um, I mean, Picture to Burn and Should Have Said No. I don't think uh, she'll play both of those, but she will play one of them for sure. Um, she I'm, might play both. I don't know. I would love to see her play Tim McGraw. Yeah, I, I, I could see it for this tour. Me too, because like, what a testament to how far she's come. Ooh, I'd love to see it in like a piano arrangement. Yeah, Ooh. I could see "Picture to Burn" and "Should Have Said No" both being played as like medley. Yeah, I could not see that. not the entirety of both songs because they're so similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think. I've ever seen her play Tim McGraw live, but those early tours that I went to when I was in my teens, I don't remember that vividly. Yeah. Um, but I would really, really love to hear her grown-up voice on Tim McGraw. <sighs> Teardrops on My Guitar was also a really big track. Yeah. But. I could see that eh. being a surprise one. That's yeah. Just cycling through. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have some bonus books that we want to mention. Yeah. I really wanted to to throw out an honorable mention of Alexandria Bellaflor's Written in the Stars um, because it has big dress energy for me because dress feels gay. Yes. And Written in the Stars is gay and it just all, it all works. It just makes sense. I love dress. Would love to see it on the set list. I think it will be. That feels likely to me. I don't know. That's based on nothing other than just like people love that song. Yeah. And I feel like Taylor likes performing it. It had such a moment on the rep tour. I know. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I had to do Beach Read, my all-time favorite. Mm-hmm. This one was hard. This we listed was a bunch hard. of songs. I know. Uh, in a way, I have Cowboy Like Me vibes. Not sonically, but lyrically of just they are Gus and January are both hurt people. Yeah, takes one to know one. Yeah. Um, also, I fucking love Cowboy Like Me. Yeah, it's a I really will, good song. I will never hear it live. That's fine. Love that song. She won't play it. Um, I also don't think I would choose it over other songs. I don't think so either. If I remember when we were talking about how she was going to do this tour. Remember when the theory that she was going to do like smaller residencies? Yeah. 
and that she was going to do like acoustic smaller mm-hmm. residencies and then like big stadium tours. I don't know why people thought that. Yeah. It would have been fucking crazy. Well, there was a Dumois. That's right. That's blind what it was. About a big artist doing smaller residencies. That's where I want to see Cowboy Like Me. And I think it ended up that they were talking about Harry, the Dumois thing. I oh. think it ended up being about Harry. I didn't think about that. Smaller stadiums, yeah. longer. Longer residencies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense now looking back. Um, yeah, I want to see Taylor at like, I don't know, like the Paramount or something doing just like a big acoustic. No, it will never happen. Obviously not. But in my dream world. Right. Right. Some other honorable mentions piece, which can apply to a lot of things. The The Archer. Archer. Yeah. A very great beach read option. Uh, and then Sweet Nothing. I feel like Sweet Nothing is just kind of like an Emily Henry books over Archer. Ugh. You know, because the books always come to this like very sweet like peaceful end for the most part. Sweet Nothing is also in my um wedding possibilities. I right now. love that song. Um speaking of books that have sweet, peaceful endings, I feel like Sweet Nothing could apply to a bunch of Abby Jimenez books as well. Um but hmm. but part of your world. I wrote Come Back Be Here because of the long distance of it all. And then I wrote I Almost Do, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. S- the scene that sticks out in my head always a part of your world because it absolutely guts me is when they finally talk on the phone after they've had that time like apart after they like broke up and she like blocked him i don't remember yeah it the, i feel like this is a book maybe i can't reread because it gutted me so much yeah i don't but know. when they finally get on the phone and he says something like or she says something like it feels like the world's ending and he's like well didn't it yeah and then they hang up and he just like breaks down this is why i like come back be here this is falling in love in the cruelest way it's falling for you in your world i almost do i almost pick up the phone i know it they both work they both work really well yeah i I almost do is such a good song when it can't it's kind of one i forget about and then when i hear it, i'm like fuck i fucking love this song yeah we'll we'll never hear it live no that's fine I don't think I I love it, but I also wouldn't vote for it. Other over, Red is such a huge album, mm-hmm. both like mathematically mm-hmm. and like there's a lot of songs on it. <laughs> Quantity and so many of these songs are like some of her all time best mm-hmm. and biggest songs. Like we know, we know off of Red, she's gonna play all too well ten minute version. Mm-hmm. We know she's probably going to play 22 and we're never, ever getting back together. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a medley of sorts, but I feel like we'll get them both. I could see it being a medley. It, I Know You Were Trouble feels really likely, too. That's such a big track. Yeah. I have trouble with Red just because it is so big and because it's so not cohesive as an album. Yeah. It's not one I come back to a lot. See, I... I'm a red girly, mainly because it's similar to Lover in that the lows are low, but the highs are so high. Um, Like, I love Begin Again. I love Come Back, Be Here. Mm -hmm. I love State of Grace. I love Holy Ground. Um, I love I Almost Do. I love Red. Red is a really, really, really great song. Yeah. Yeah. and I feel like this album is really beloved by Taylor fans, too. Yeah. So, and then the bonus tracks, Unparalleled. 
Yeah. But if we get to hear Better Man live, I will transcend to another plane. <sighs> that one I feel like is definitely in the surprise rotation. I don't I don't think it it's regularly on the I set don't think list. So yeah. Um, I don't think we'll hear nothing new. Except maybe when Phoebe opens for Exactly. Babe would be really fun, but I that don't think fun. we'll get it. Yeah. Message in a bottle would be really fun. I don't but we'll I don't it. think we'll get it. I bet you think about me I would pay extra money for. Ooh, that's a good one. And I could see her playing it. It got a music video. Yeah. Ooh, that is true. Um, I could see it. I could see it. I can see it. That would be a really the fun The very one. first night would be really fun. That's a great spin song. <laughs> I know. It is a great spin song. But it's a great sing-along dance in a stadium. Yeah, it is a good one. But... But thinking about all of those huge, huge, huge songs on Red, there's no way we get, there's no way we get I Almost Do. The only reason I think there's any sort of speculation around Come Back Be Here is because of the TikTok moment that it had. But Mm -hmm. I still don't think we get it. I don't think so either. It would be awesome though. It would. Are we getting it? No. No. Um, So with this one I wrote, hear me out, hear me out. Because I was trying so hard to find a song that goes with my personal all-time number one favorite Taylor Swift song, which is the one. Um, And I wrote down One Day in December because the one is very wistful and yearning and we had a chance and we blew it, um, which is sort of the vibe of most of One Day in December. Yes. So it's also the vibe of Every Summer After. But I think it fits with this better. Because mm. every summer after is a second chance, like high school yeah. romance yeah. into adulthood kind of vibes. So Yes. I can't argue with you because I agree fully. Yeah. I love it. And then I also wrote another obvious choice. I think I saw this one on TikTok or, or uh, Instagram, which is the last great American dynasty is Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. A um, book I have not read. So It's quite good. And then for a fun bonus, because it was so obvious, The Wedding Crasher by Mia Sosa with Speak Now. Yeah. Any called off wedding book with Speak Now. Yeah. This is an obvious yeah. one. I love Speak Now. What a great song. That would be a fun one to hear. Yeah. Um, I think that one is possible. I think Speak Now is possible. It's having a TikTok moment. Yeah. The Last Great American Dynasty will never happen. The one I would pay 200 extra dollars for. Last Great American Dynasty. No, the one. Oh, the one. Oh. Yeah. I would pay 200 extra dollars for it. I see what you said. Yeah. (laughs) Grammatically, it's a little difficult. (laughs) Ooh. I I would pay a good amount of extra money to see the one live. I would. my favorite song. I would pay, and I know you know this because I've said it to you already, I would pay lots of extra money to hear Right Where You Left Me. Yeah. It's a great song. Will it happen? No. Yeah. We have some other songs that we wanted to try to find matches for, but we didn't. Call It What You Want fits with a lot of books. Yes, it does. I kind of had it for Matthew Prince. Yeah. It kind of fits for Delilah Green, too. Mm, yeah. Um, there there are a lot of these that it fits with. Um, and it's also just worth mentioning because it's, it's another kind of top Taylor track for me. Yes. I love that song. <sighs> yeah. I love that song. I hope we get it live. I know we got it during rep. I want it again. Another, I would put this probably as my number two favorite Taylor Swift song ever, which is Death by a Thousand Cuts. Ooh, yeah. 
It's a perfect song. It's a perfect song. I want to scream my heart, my hips, my body, my love in a crowd. <sighs> Damn. I want it so bad. I want it so bad. I think that could happen. I think it could too. It feels likely. We've got Enchanted, which is one of my all-time favorite Taylor Swift songs. Yeah. And I actually paired this song with a bonus book, which is Lunar Love. Can't really explain that one. It just felt right to me. Enchanted can go with a lot of... Right. As could Death by a Thousand Cuts. Yeah. Yeah. But, ooh, yeah. I had Death by a Thousand Cuts next to The Dead Romantics, um, which I also can't really explain that much, except... Saying goodbye is death by a thousand cuts yeah. when he's not a ghost anymore. Right, exactly. It's just, it just feels, feels right. I see it. Maroon. I wanted to find a, a book that went with Maroon just because I love that song. I love that song. I really hope we get that one. I know. That, it's possible. I could see it. I don't know. The thing is, is Midnight's is full of stadium bangers. Yes. There's a lot of possibilities in Midnight's. Like, they're pretty much every song on Midnight's I could see her playing. Honestly. Dear Reader. I love well, Dear Reader. Well, not that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, th- like, Lavender Hayes, Maroon, Antihero. I don't think Snow on the Beach. No. I hope we get You're On Your Own, Kid, because of it is literally about her, like, eras. I know. <laughs> Midnight Rain, I can see. Question, I could see. Vigilante shit, we know for sure now. Bejeweled, we know for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think Labyrinth, but I could see Karma. Mm-hmm. Not Sweet Nothing. No. Our newest theory is that she opens with Mastermind. I'm going to be so fucking hyped if we're right. I know, me too. It's that- the only thing that makes sense. Um, <laughs> that is the only thing. It's the only possibility. Yeah. Um, I hope we get hits different because I still have not heard the entirety of that song in one sitting. I have heard it through pieced together TikTok sounds. I sent you the podcast link that somebody uploaded. Oh, I forgot to listen to that. Ooh, well, okay. You got you got something if to do it in still the car. exists. Yeah, it should it should. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we'll get Paris. I think we'll get Paris. I hope so. That would be so fun. That would be a good fun one. Yeah. Um, other songs we wanted to pair with books: Invisible String. That could be so many. I fucking books. love that. That could that I had that one almost for um, no show. Yeah, I had it. For, uh, that's that's fair. Also, every summer after, since it's like high school to, um, I wrote down mine. I love that song, and I also wrote to all the boys I loved before with mm-hmm. mine because that fits. It does to me. I love that movie. I haven't read the book. Yeah, yeah, the books are really good. Um, I wrote Begin Again. Because I love that song. Mm-hmm. And I think it could be a reminiscent of a lot of romance novels who like, where it's like someone's brokenhearted and then you watch it begin again. Watch it begin again on a Wednesday in a cafe. You wrote Dorothea. Oh, one of my all timers. I fucking love that song of just, I well, I love the pairing of it with Tis the Damn Season. Yes. Yeah. I need to sit down and write my top 10 Taylor Swift songs because I'm saying this about a lot of songs. Yeah. But- that maybe I'll just league them together as one song. Yeah. Tis the Damn Season, we've talked about on this podcast and how much we love that fucking song. And then Dorothea. I, uh, I'm going to put Tis the Damn Season. So I said my favorite Taylor song is the one. Right. Second is Death by a Thousand Cuts. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to put Tis the Damn Season at three. Ooh, okay. Um, 
damn, I don't know if I can do this off the cuff. It's all kind of coming together as I'm saying it. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about it. I'm going to I'm going to think about this later and I will let you guys know on our Instagram. We'll make we'll make lists and share them on our Instagram cuz I'd like to round out the rest of my 10 now that I'm thinking about it. I know. I need to sit down and do it. Mm-hmm. This is going to be really hard, but I'm going to do it. I think call it what you want is in there for me. I think king of my heart is in there. Mhm. Question might be in there, but I haven't had as much time with it. Dear John is in mine. Mhm. I, I mean, I feel like I have to put All Too Well in there just because, like, the original version, yeah. just because that was always my favorite song off of Red before I knew that it was, like, everyone's favorite song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wasn't living on the corners of the internet where people were talking about that song. Right. When it was, like, when it came out. And I was like, why aren't we, why are we talking about 22 and we're not talking about this, yeah, like, this pure one. art? <laughs> anyway, um... And then Sweet Nothing is another – I know we mentioned it with uh, Beach Read and with Emily Henry, but that was another – Oh, just a beautiful song. Just a beautiful song. It's really nice. Well. That's it. This was fun. I could keep going, but we should probably <laughs> let the people go. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for letting us do a Taylor Swift episode. Yeah, I hope this was fun. Um, we could do this with other artists, perhaps. Death Cab? <laughs> That's who I could do it with. <laughs> who else? Who else's catalog do we have such extensive knowledge? Of? I saw someone on TikTok that did uh, books as Kelsey Ballerini songs, which I liked. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, okay, I really okay. liked. Maybe we just do a, a playlist one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any yeah. artist. Yeah, that um, would be fun. Yeah, or maybe we'll probably have, as we mentioned, a Taylor Swift-related bonus episode on the other side of the Eras Tour, of our Eras Tour stop, just because it would be fun to follow up and see if any of our predictions predictions, um, came true. Friendly reminder, our next book is Yours Truly by Abby Jimenez. Yes, finally we're giving our girl Abby a moment. Um, That book will come out the day or the day after i can't remember exactly it comes out the day before our episode comes out the day before our episode comes out so if you don't have like an advanced copy of it or whatever which obviously is like most people um pre-order it on our bookshop that way it will arrive um and you can listen to the episode yeah and if not the episode will still be there when you want it yes I'm not emotionally ready for this one. It's uh, going to break me. No. Wow, all the thoughts just left my brain. <laughs> <laughs> we spent too much time talking about Taylor. No thoughts, only Taylor. That's the cold open. Um, anyway, we'll see y'all next time. Uh, well, let's make a playlist to go with this and put it on our Instagram. Yeah, cool. we're going to do that. We'll do that. And if you have other... Uh, songs that we didn't mention that match with with any of these books we talked about or any books that you've read i was trying i have been on an akatar journey um so i was trying to match books with that but i didn't want to spoil abigail or any of the rest of you people if you haven't read akatar that's a different conversation i'm obsessed we'll talk about it yeah i'm sure all right we'll see y'all next time thanks for listening